Welcome to Rising Femme, a podcast dedicated to helping you rise higher in all areas of your life and leadership. I'm your host, therapist and mindset business success coach, Monique Harding. Over the last seven years, I've mentored thousands of ambitious visionaries and purpose-led leaders looking to expand their income and their impact, embody their fullness and connect with their true north. I'll be bringing you some of my favorite thought leaders, cozy solo riffs that mess with your stuck thinking, and powerful story shares across all things business, relationships, money, and more. If you're a bold, big dreaming woman ready to unlock your highest potential with confidence and unshakable self-belief, settle in. Let's get into today's episode. Okay, so this just feels totally wild to be sitting here. I just said totally wild. Do you remember that show on Channel 9? <laughs> just took me back to my, my childhood. Um, yeah, totally wild to be sitting here recording one of the last episodes of Rising Femme for 2023. How insane is that? Uh, I started this little podcast you know, early uh, in this year, and we're coming up to nearly 50 episodes, which is wild. I've not had a break all year, continued to create episodes for you each and every week. It's become one of the most favorite parts of my week. Um, I'll definitely do like a podcast unpacking sort of behind the scenes episode at some point in 2024. Um, I was pretty clear on what I wanted the December episodes to look and feel like though, because I don't know about you, but I tend to get to this time of the year and it doesn't necessarily slow down for me. In fact, everything kind of ramps up a little bit. And so, you know, when you're at more things, like in terms of school performances and you're catching up with friends and I don't know, maybe you're starting to sneak a bit more of your personal appointments into like what would typically be working hours, time can start to feel a little bit more scarce. Um, maybe motivation isn't as, as high as what it once was, you know, those new year sort of big vibes, exciting energy. So I really wanted the final episodes of the potty for the end of the year to be short, sharp, you know, get you thinking, stimulate some inspiration and yeah, just get into that energy of like really sending it for the end of what is 2023 and heading into what's going to be an incredible 2024. So look, I've titled this episode, Do This One Thing to Make More Money in 2024. Now I've titled that that unless I decided to change it <laughs> along the way. Um, if so, like shoot me. <laughs> I'm a bit of an outlaw in that way, right? Like I like to do things differently. So uh Obviously, it's a bit of an interesting title, right? And so it's not necessarily me wanting to take you through a process as such, but I want to ask you a question. Now, the majority of people that listen to this podcast are service-based businesses because that's largely who I serve, support, work with, creatives, consultants, you know, coaches, uh, service-based of some sort. And I want to ask you, when was the last time that you reviewed your product offering or your model? 
If the model that you are currently working with or the course that you are currently selling or the coaching package that you have on your sales page at the moment was the one that you first came up with, chances are it sucks. Now, I said to you it was going to be short, punchy episodes, um, but these are observations of you know what I'm noticing at the moment in terms of the creative and service-based businesses that I support. There's this real trend around novelty, this sense of like newer is, um, is better. You know, we're designing new products all of the time, but it's not necessarily that we're burning businesses to the ground, right? So those other more, um, uh, I don't want to say old, but I guess they are older offerings or older services that you might have available are still sitting there, but they're just not getting any love, right? They're not getting any of the revamp. And I'm big in terms of the way that I coach, the way that I work with business owners around you know, harvesting the gold from what's already there. You know, I'm not a big fan of recreating the wheel, of you doing workbooks for the sake of doing workbooks. You know, I want to work with you in a really collaborative, bespoke way that targets the areas that are missing from your business in the moment that you engage with me. You know, because people come to me in all different seasons. You know, I've recently had a client that is a startup marketing consulting organization. So, you know, we're working through a lot of stuff around her. Her ideal client around, you know, her end goal. Um, we're starting with the end in mind. Does she want a lifestyle business? Is she building a marketing consulting to build a team to scale it? You know, depending on her answers and her desires to those questions, it's going to depend on the action that we take. We're exploring her strengths, her genius zone, her psychological profile. How can we bring that out in her content, in her tone of voice, in her messaging? You know, basically working from the ground up. Whereas recently I've had uh, another person um, who fairly, well, fairly newly engaged with me, probably back in, it would have been end of September, early October now. Um, and she's a more established business owner. So she has been working within her business. Um, she does beautiful uh, consulting work in the inclusion space, um, works with big corporates in this space, helping them you know, edit their workplace policies, procedures to be more inclusive, which I just freaking love her mission. She is an epic of a human, um, epic of a human. <laughs> that makes it sound so interesting. She's probably listening to this, just cracking up at me. Um, but she was a bit more established, right? And so we really have taken the approach of, you know, looking at, well, what's the IP she already has within her business? And also as somebody who's working in more of a consulting consultancy type of way, there can be a tendency to fall into this kind of thinking that I'm talking about today, right? Oh, I need to do everything bespoke. Everything has to be personalized when the reality is that there's probably a hell of a lot of crossover. And this is what we've discovered with her. Uh, a lot of crossover in terms of at least the the foundational processes that she works through with the majority of her clients. And so we've been looking at that in terms of, okay, well, how could we systematize some of these things and then, you know, add on more of a, you say, like partnership type personalized support element. Um, so yeah, like really shifting your thinking though, over, or I guess it's not even shifting your thinking. It's just more balancing improvement over 
novelty, really prioritizing excellence within your different services, within your offerings, within you know what you're taking to the market, what you're taking to clients at the moment, and making sure that you are continuously investing in the improvement of those offerings. I am speaking to you if you are an accountant all the way through to if you are a graphic designer in your creative expression. There is no one, no service that this is the exception to. If you are a psychologist, if you are a health service provider, look at the way you are offering your services. Now, it might not be necessarily the content that you are focusing on in terms of what you're delivering. That's not always the case. You know, that might be more so for the graphic designer, for the coach, for the consultant, but it might be the structure of the way that people engage with you. Perhaps now it's really clunky for clients or patients to come into your space, you know, to to inquire with you. How could you streamline that? How could you make that process more intimate, more connected? Really look at all different levels in terms of the way that your service is delivered. So we're not just speaking to the content of the program itself here. I really want to encourage you to move to a mindset of better, better, better versus newer, newer, newer. So many people are just focused on their new offerings, constantly bringing in new things. It's like shiny object syndrome, isn't it? Like instead of there being that dedication to refinement, no, if you are not constantly gathering feedback and evolving your current offerings, make sure that you start that in 2024. Put a feedback process in place so that you are getting information, live information, ongoing information from ideal clients in terms of what they are wanting more of. No, ideally, we're looking at what is already there. Every single client that I engage with in terms of my private coaching goes through this process. We look at what is established already within your business, what is already there. Sometimes it might be that they have run a course once and then they retired it because it didn't feel like a fit anymore, perhaps with, I don't know, their messaging or the way that their business was moving, the direction that it was going in. However, I have never found an offering or a piece of content or something historic within someone's business that I haven't been able to excavate some kind of useful uh, repurposed content, repurposed information, being able to change the messaging around the course or the program, tweak it slightly and then relaunch it as something slightly different. We can really leverage things when we look at what is already there over focusing on the new stuff. I also want to encourage you to apply this to not just your offerings and your services, but even your content You know, think about 2023. How much content have you created over the last year? And how can you repurpose this in 2024? How can you add to it? Maybe share a slightly different perspective, say it in a different way, use your own thought leadership as something to respond to. You know, and this might be, you know, 
Instagram stories that you go back and have a look over. It might be carousels. It might be reels. It might be your LinkedIn. It could be podcasts where you have been a guest on. It could be your own podcast. Like, are you actually maximizing that thought leadership, the time that you're investing into sharing that knowledge, knowing that there will be a huge portion of your audience that have never heard that message If you are only saying things once, there is a massive missed opportunity within your business. And I really want you to, well, to encourage you to stop creating new things when you could be making your existing stuff better or leveraging off the work that you have already done. So add two things to your strategy for 2024. Firstly, Minimum monthly reviews of your current packages, your offerings, and different ways for you to enhance them. Quarterly feedback to clients on what they are needing more of, particularly if you work in a partnership style model like coaching, right? You want to be constantly getting that feedback through. It helps so much in terms of your messaging as well, in terms of your copy, being able to write in the the voice of your ideal client. I know I said two, I'm going to give you three. Third thing, look at how you can utilize all of that thought leadership from 2023, maybe from 2022 as well, right? Blogs, podcast interviews, Instagram posts, LinkedIn posts, masterclasses that you've created. They have all added so much value to your community. There will be new people coming into your audience who have not heard that information before. Let's make at least the quarter one of 2024, the year about leveraging what's already there, starting to get really, really smart and intentional about the work that you are putting out into the world rather than just creating for the sake of novelty, for the sake of new. I hope that you've loved this episode. Would love to hear your biggest takeaway. If you can tag me over on Instagram and your stories, share this with people who need to hear it. And I'll be back with you next week for another episode of Rising Femme. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope that you have gained some new insight and ideas from today's episode. I would love nothing more than to hear from you. Tell me your greatest takeaway, how you're going to apply it, and why not share it in a review? It is honestly the biggest compliment that you can give to rate and review or share this with your people on Instagram. And if you want more, you might like to check out my website, moniquearding.co. You can get a free copy of my quiz to identify the one area that you're needing to work on now in order to increase your impact and income and level up in your life. Big love, and I'll see you next week.